Wouldn't it be amazing if all the youth in our churches, summer camps, schools, whatever program we run, if they all got along, (laughs) if there were no cliques, and if they worked together to solve their problems and settle arguments? Sounds like a fairy tale, right? Well, we can't make our youth into a perfect team, and we shouldn't expect them to be perfect, but we can help them get closer. In just a minute, I want to talk to you about one of the most important skills that I think everyone who works with kids should have, which is planning and facilitating a team-building session. So, welcome to Maximize Youth Ministry. I'm Michael Collins, your host and creator of MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. I hope you love the show. Some of you might hear team building or the word icebreaker and just your stomach drops because you've been through so many tough, like awkward icebreaker things. And I'm not talking about when the college professor has everybody go around the room and say their name and one interesting fact about themselves and where they're from. All right. That is technically an icebreaker, but it's one of the worst ones that I've ever seen. Everybody feels awkward. You're forcing people too far out of their comfort zone in some cases. And, uh, Nobody really remembers anything that anybody says anyway. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fun games, things very similar to games that you're probably already playing in your youth program. I'm just talking about taking them a step further and focusing on the team building aspect of it, playing games with intention, using games as a way to form connections, both with you and among the youth themselves. I remember seeing a quote on the on Mythbusters one time. One of the guys on that show said, remember kids, the only difference between goofing off and science is writing things down. Well, this is very similar. The only difference between team building and playing games is talking about what happened in the games afterward. So the way I always run team building sessions is I get the group together at the start, a circle or a half circle is kind of the go-to form, and we talk about what we're about to do and why. And I give everybody a goal and a challenge. And the challenge is the game, is whatever game we're getting ready to play. The goal is whatever we're trying to work on. So it's either just in general to grow together as a team, or it's maybe something more specific like communication or leadership or trust. All of those are very common and useful team building goals. And we go and play the game usually I will watch. Sometimes I'll get involved if I'm sure that I can compete in the challenge with them while still paying attention to everything that's happening. Because part of my job when I'm facilitating a team building session is to pay attention to significant events that take place during the team building session. So let's say two people get into a disagreement over something. I'm going to make a mental note of that. Or if somebody has an idea for how to solve the challenge, but nobody hears them or everybody ignores them when they say it. Or possibly somebody who makes a mistake and the group has to start over and then that person gets really frustrated with themselves. All of those things I'm going to be making mental notes of for two reasons. One is to get a general idea of how the group is doing and how well, they're working together and working towards the goal that I gave them at the start. And two, so that I can bring those things up later and we can talk about them in what I call the debriefing session. So after the game is over, usually whenever the challenge is completed, sometimes if we're starting to run out of time, if I've only got a limited amount of time, I'll form everybody into a circle or a half circle 
and we'll start the debrief. Now, there's a lot of different methods for the debrief. Some of them work better with different sizes of group or different ages, but the most common and also the hardest one to do is just a group discussion. I say the most it's the most common because it seems like it's the simplest. You're just you as the facilitator are asking questions. What happened? How did you feel when that happened? What are we going to learn from this? What was the hardest part? What was the easiest part? And pointing out people's different answers. This is the simplest way of doing it. It also takes the most skill on the instructor's part because you have to know the right questions to ask. And also, it's hard sometimes to keep the group from talking over each other, just kind of keeping everything organized and not just spiraling out of control. But this is the most common way of doing it. Another method that works really well, especially for younger kids, is passing out cards that have pictures on them, either pictures of animals or just shapes or random pictures, and just asking everybody to look through and pick a card that they feel like represents who they were during that challenge. And then that that once everybody has one, you can go around and people can share, okay, I, you know, I picked the card with the bear on it because I felt really sleepy and bears hibernate a lot. Okay, whatever. There's going to be different reasons for different people, but the idea behind that is it makes it easier to communicate. If you just ask a question, a lot of times, especially if it's early on and the group doesn't know each other super well or they've never done team building before, everybody feels awkward, nobody really wants to speak up, and the answers that you get are if you ask, what were we, what's, what's one skill that we had that we were working on or what do we need to learn from this and take away into if you ask a question like what's something we can learn from this activity and you'll get general answers like team building working together it's like yeah that's true but i'm looking for more specific things than that and giving them pictures or uh, helping them making communication easier can help that debrief go a lot more smoothly and you get better answers and people are able to understand themselves and each other a lot more. One of probably the most effective way to, co to connect with a child or a teenager is to play with them. And that's just as true for them connecting with each other. So that's another reason this team building is effective is they're playing with each other. They're doing a challenge or a game of some sort with each other and they are forming relationships and connections because of that. And there's certain things you can do during the game to kind of guide people to connect in different ways. If one person is just is a natural leader and they emerge and they're just telling everybody exactly what to do, sometimes that's great. Sometimes that can get in the way of the other members of the group communicating because or connecting because everybody nobody else even has to talk they just kind of do what they're told and so if that's the case i'll tell the leader that they're not allowed to speak anymore because they walked into a spider web and it's so sticky that it's covering their mouth i'll just make make up some sort of funny story for them and then that forces the group to react to whatever new challenge i've brought so that's another technique or skill that you kind of have to work on when you're facilitating these team building sessions and it can be overwhelming. You'll, you'll be unsure if you've never facilitated team building before. I encourage you to give it a shot. You're not going to be great at it, but that's okay. It's still going to be beneficial 
even if you're not a great facilitator. You have to learn through practice. And the more you do it, the closer your team will get to each other, the more they'll unite, and the better you'll get at facilitating it. The t- you, the better you'll get as a facilitator at the same time. So don't be afraid to start. If you're working in youth ministry, you're playing games anyway. Just take it another step. Pick the games intentionally that you think are going to help your youth connect and add the debrief. Just talk about it. And it can you can get so much more out of it than just a fun activity to do for that day. So I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Michael W. Collins. I'll put a link in the description, but I appreciate you listening to this episode, and I hope to see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.